Dan and I are both heartbroken over the loss of Sophie Anderson. Sophie was a beacon of liberation, illuminating our journey to acceptance and empowered our queer community to embrace our true identity. So today we're re-releasing our episode with Sophie Anderson. Check our episode description for timings. A Gay and a Non-Gay is a podcast from James Barr and Dan Hudson. They're like a lovely little couple, except they're not. Right, you ready? Yes. Okay. Um, sorry, D- Dan, wh- what's that? It's the lube. The lube? Yeah. Sorry, why are you taking lube on stage? It's the lube for our bumming show. No, Dan, I thought we'd agreed it's called the big gay show. I mean, it's the same thing, really, isn't it? And anyway, we get loads of messages from people saying that they are bumming the podcast. So it's only right now that we bum them back. No one wants us to bum them, Dan. Well, they, they do, though. <laughs> Look, there's loads of thirsty gays here, and I've got the lube, so come on, let's go. No, Dan, Dan! Who's ready for a bumming? Whoa! Hey! <laughs> I'm so sorry. I am so sorry about this, everyone. Oh, God, it's in that person's eyes. Ladies and gentle bays, gays, non-gays, and everyone in between, welcome to the world of a gay and a non-gay. Welcome to a gay and a non-gay Welcome to the Big Gay Show everybody Hello, hello, hello How is everyone tonight? Are you feeling good London? Oh, we are so happy to see you all. It's been a long time since we've been on stage. It is so good to be back. We haven't done a gig for like two years. So is everyone ready for the show tonight? We have some very exciting guests. Um, before we do that, though, I just want to apologise for the lube. It wasn't actually lube. It was actually hand sanitizer. Um, Dan is just obsessed with bumming. But I need to point right. out, Dan, like not all gay people like bumming. They're called sides. Right, okay. So just going to educate you on that. And yeah. also, I'm led to believe that there are, there are some straight people that like like bumming. <laughs> Shout out to the straight people that love bumming. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not in that crew. I'm not in that crew. Why are, you, why are you so obsessed with bumming, Dan? I don't know why you find well, it so just, funny. It's just funny, isn't it? It's just like a funny term and it's a funny concept. Like me and my friends, who I guess are for the most part straight, will say to each other, oh my God, like I'm really bumming like uh, the, the new Iron Maiden album. Which, by the way, is number two in the UK chart today. Yes, come on. Um, Not number one. That's the kind of thing that we will say to each other. So it's just funny to me that you'll say that, but you'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm really bumming this guy. Because I'm literally bumming Yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, look, this, uh, this, is, this is the big gay show, so we've got to incorporate bumming into it. I've prepared some bumming materials. I've written a poem about bumming. You've that, written a poem about bumming? That, that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read out pretty soon, yeah. Really? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, and uh, also, I invited your mum. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Okay, so who wants to hear Dan's poem about bumming? All right. (laughs) Bumming helps me realise the strength that I have inside of me. Bumming's a release to let things go and find myself in ways that I've never known. To my surprise, bumming is freeing, like understanding my inner being. I find my rhythm and get in my mode, the sound of my feet hitting the road. Hold on a second. That was surprisingly poignant. But did you just take a poem about running and change the word running to bumming? Uh, yes, I did. I did. Right. Great. So coming up on our big gay show tonight, my favourite comedian, Felicity Ward, is here. 
Also, everybody's favourite cock destroyer, Sophie Anderson, is here. And an extra special guest. I cannot believe that she is breathing the same air as us tonight. Uh, yes, she needs no introduction, but we're going to give her one anyway. We'll be joined later on by Lady Vanessa Feltz, everybody! Vanessa Feltz is fucking here! Wow. What a lineup. This is the best lineup we've ever had. I'm so excited. So, as non gays, I feel like we, we kind of. We're outsiders a bit, aren't we? Um, there's a lot of us here, but I, I think we're still like a minority in the room. We don't really fit in with the, with the LGBTQ plus community. Like, right. they kind of leave us out of things. Do yeah. you know what I mean? So well, that makes sense. We're, yeah. we're kind of excluded f- f- right. from, from, from it. So You're very much in the shadows. Um, yeah, we're very much in the shadows. And it's, it's, hard, it's hard for straight people um, is it? out here. Yeah, it is. It, it is. must be really hard. It is. <laughs> you can fuck off. <laughs> He gets a free pass. Why do I, why do I get a free pass? Because <laughs> you're an ally. Carry on, Dan. Uh, oh, great. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, where was I? Yeah, it's... I it's, love you, really. <laughs> it's... <laughs> uh, so this is a feature called Things That Dan Cannot Say. Should I give some previous examples? I think one of the first ones I did, actually, was why don't you ever see gay people catch the Megabus? Because um, <laughs> we we're above it. Funnily enough, a bit better than that. I saw I was on the mega train the other day. Anyone got on the mega train? Yes. Sh- shout out you to- again. <laughs> you might just wanna know why I don't like girls. I like guys, and yes, for one night only, you can say what you like. Have you tried being bi? Do you use poppers for highs? Yes, for one night only, you can say what you like. Things that Dan cannot say, things that Dan cannot say, he's on the wrong track, baby. Things that Dan cannot say, things that Dan cannot say, things that Dan cannot say, he's on the wrong track, baby. Things that Dan cannot say, things that Dan cannot say. Get, get, get carried away sometimes with that. If you didn't sing along, you got another opportunity at the end. So don't get ready. Don't, don't worry about that. So. Why is it that you never see gay people eating barbecued ribs? <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever seen that? Because I've never seen that. You I've hang out with a lot more gay people than I do, so... I think it's because barbecued ribs are quite manly. Oh, really? So it's like, yeah, it's that whole, like, man versus food thing. Right. It's kind okay. of a straight thing, isn't it? And gay, I don't know, if I speak for only myself, but I don't want to get messy. I don't want that up in my face. Right. And okay. they're quite, it's quite a lot, isn't it? It's like... Yeah, it is. It is, it is a lot of mess. It's messy. Yeah, but you're eating it, like, with, you know, the apparatus. You know what I mean? You've got the... Not really. You've got to hold it and, like, yeah, put it in your the, mouth. What do you call it? Kitchen roll and whatnot. And that's gross. What's gross about kitchen roll? It's just not, it's not, a, a, it's not attractive, is it? You don't want to sit opposite someone, like, on a date or something, like, gorging yeah, but ribs. Not everything is a date, is it? <laughs> is it not? I don't. I, I, I don't know. But so, so you wouldn't order. Actually, you're, no. a, night, you're a nightmare when whenever we order food. Anyway, right? Just insanely fussy about everything. Perhaps. Okay. You think? Do you think that's a gay thing? I didn't say that. But but it. But is it? You I mean, me? I feel like you inferred it. I, I think I'm quite fussy. I'll eat a burger with a knife and fork because to fussy. me, I don't want to hold it. Because it'll leak on you, won't it? 
but straight men just have this obsession with with food. I think it's like a caveman thing, right. where you have to. It's like you, you have to eat as much as you can, and you have to do it really loudly. And it's right. like, oh, look at the food I've got for my birds. And I'm just, I'm just not into that. I do enjoy. Like, I might not look like it, but I can actually eat a lot of food. Like, if, if you just put food in front of me, I, just, I won't stop. Like, I'll just keep eating it. Yeah, that would not happen with a gay man. <laughs> Especially if I was going to bottom. There's no way. I mean, it's the elephant in the room, guys. We may as well talk about it. If I'm going to have sex with someone, I'm not going to eat before that. Right. It's going to be, I mean, I'd like to say maybe six hours, but I... I would you not need something for, for energy? <laughs> That's a really good That's question. I mean, well, obviously, yeah. You could just drink a coffee, and we'll know because that that has a bad effect. That has, um, has an adverse effect as well, doesn't it? Well, I think it just goes straight through you then. Uh, yeah. Um, sorry, everyone. That's things Dan can't say, everybody. <laughs> things that Dan cannot say. Things that Dan cannot say. He's on the wrong track, baby. Things that Dan cannot say. Things that Dan cannot. Yep. It did used to be. Have you like shortened it? Yeah. It used to, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've got a lot of guests to get through tonight. Right. That's 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 true. That's true. <laughs> but London, are you ready for our first guest tonight? <laughs> I am so excited. This comedian is literally one of my favourite comedians ever. And well, we'll get into it. But please welcome Felicity Ward. <laughs> Hello. Yay! So exciting to be here. I am so happy that I you're here. I don't know if anyone noticed, but that was my Kylie Minogue fever cover tribute as the curtains came up. <laughs> I'm glad that four of you understood that. Hi, I'm old. <laughs> Lovely to meet you. Oh my God, Fever, what an album. What an album! Oh my God. It took her international. America didn't know about Kylie until Fever came out. I know, disgraceful. Awful. They, they don't still know about her, really, do they? Oh, go home, Dan. That's rude. That's rude, that is Dan. So that's rude. actually homo that's homophobic. That's deeply homophobic. That is homophobic. I've never, I've never heard a Kylie song on the radio in America. My girlfriend lives there, so I am there a fair bit. And I've never heard Kylie on the radio or on the... So, so you're one man. <laughs> I'm not saying it's... 360 million people. I'm not saying that's a fact. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there as a possibility that she's not... You're just being racist now to my face. <laughs> that's what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, Very upsetting. Felicity, you are one of my favourite comedians. I've said that a few times tonight. It's I uh, mean, you cannot say it enough to me. You help You say me. it like it's a bad thing. I'm like, oh, no, don't tell me you like me. I've got low self-esteem. That'd be awful. <laughs> You helped me come to terms with depression. Aww. I know we're getting deep. But Angel. you really did because you joke about trauma a lot in your I sets. I really do. And I've yeah. seen a few of your Edinburgh shows and they just, they did a lot for me. So thank you. Oh, that's a nice but thing to say. But how do you thank make you. depression so funny? I mean, a lot of people ask me that. Um, <laughs> no, they don't. I also feel bad for the people that are just there. Not that you're not getting me, but that you're getting all of our backs. What if I just, you know, I just like... Do a little bit of this. <laughs> so, I love that. I'm going to join you. Come on down, guys. This is actually, a, we're going to do a drum circle. What I'm not telling you is that I'm cramping in my right hip, and that was. <laughs> I don't gonna, have the flexibility I used to. Um, I'm going to sit on a chair just because. You're a man. <laughs> Do you know what? We sat on the ground and we're, we're still, because we're both on the Felicity, ground. Felicity, how do you make depression <laughs> so I mean, funny? 
I suppose the most important thing of why I can make jokes about uh, mental health is because I go to therapy and have been going to therapy for a very long time consistently. Um, there is uh, there is sort of I've, I think that the audience needs to feel safe that you're okay when you're talking about it because you're, if you're getting up there going yeah um, and I've got depression and I think it's I think it's going to be fine. That does not instill. That's literally jokes. our podcast for the last yeah, yeah. five years. <laughs> But, like, it, it's you have to be able to reassure the audience that you're not necessarily that you are mentally okay, but that they are going to be okay for the hour they're spending with you <laughs> and, and that they're allowed to laugh at what you're saying. You so, have a brilliant Radio 4 series as well called Episodes, yes. where you solve mental health issues in each episode. Do you feel like you solved any? Absolutely not. <laughs> I do not. No, it was, it was about how, like, uh, how we use apps to solve things. And there's, you know, there's all of these meditation apps and we're like, this will probably get rid of my very deep trauma that needs healing with years of psychotherapy. Oh, it's free. <laughs> um, and then we're like, I'm not upgrading. I'm not paying for this shit. <laughs> it's only my happiness. So, yeah, that was sort of uh, the inspiration for that. But I, I, didn't, I didn't ever start talking about this stuff because I wanted to be important or that I wanted to help people. I genuinely, my comedy is very much like seasonal fruit. It is whatever is available in the shop. <laughs> and I had run out of material for anything else. I'm like, maybe I've been in therapy for a bit now and I understand a little bit more about um, my mental illness that other people might not have. And so um, I just sort of, uh, actually, no, where it came from is I made a documentary. <laughs> but we had to write stand-up for the show and uh, they wanted it sort of intermittently through the, the documentary and there was they only wanted seven minutes in total and there was so much and I thought oh I reckon I could do a, I reckon I could do a full hour about this and I have um, irritable bowel syndrome as well as anxiety and depression and then I had a baby and then I had postnatal depression so I'm, I'm riddled is My what God, it you is. you had that too? Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. I know, and I honestly, I don't know why, but I was so... I had such a great pregnancy and I was so ready to have a baby and my fella and I were in such a good place. I was like, it's probably not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a great joke. Um, but I will say, I, like, I'm still in therapy and I went on antidepressants for the first time and my Whoa. God, I wish I went on them ten years ago. Fucking hell. Yes. Truly... And there's, there's like, there was a part of me where I'd go, yeah, if you need them, you should take them. But it was always like a last resort for me. And it, I was as bad as I've ever been and like having suicidal thoughts. And, um, you know, a as I like to say, postnatal depression, it's like regular depression, but just with more responsibility. <laughs> so I went on antidepressants and it was on like a, an okay dosage or like a medium dosage. Yeah. And then after six to eight weeks, it got worse. So I upped the dosage. And then I was like, oh, this is what coping feels like. Oh, I should have done this a long time ago. I'm so proud that you did it. it oh, my God. Amazing, it's isn't so it? so great. It, and, and, you know, if I'm, I, if I'm honest, I was uh, a couple of months ago, I was going to start weaning off it with a doctor and I wasn't in the position to do it and I felt really sad that I couldn't lower my dosage. No. I know, I know, but it's just all of that internalised shit that you carry around. Um, but it's great. If therapy by itself is not enough 
to allow you to cope on a daily basis. Antidepressants are a very good combination. That's been my experience. So I would encourage you to talk to your GP if that's something that you're still struggling with. Thank you for sharing that because it's so important. And I talk about it all the time as well. And I love antidepressants. They've been amazing for me. I saw saw on Twitter that you've been learning to skateboard. I have. How's that going? (laughs) Look, I, I I don't know... Okay, I haven't even told my mother-in-law this, but uh, the joke is um, I bought a skateboard, which is to say I came out as bisexual about four months ago. Um, That's amazing. Congratulations. Thank you so much. (laughs) I didn't know that. My mother-in-law, my my parents don't know. Yay! I just prefer to do things on podcasts. Um, (laughs) It's the the only way. Because no one's going to hear it. Yeah. (laughs) No, lots of people. My parents will not hear it. I'll say that. Um, And they're they're not homophobic. It's just, you know when you're like, like, I can't have the conversation with you right now. You're going to make me deal with your stuff and I just I don't have the bandwidth for, for that. Yeah. So have you, have you had a chance to try out being bisexual? Um, not for a very, very long time. And I think that that's sort of why I probably thought we've got to walk out. Yeah, <laughs> homophobe. I, uh, <laughs> I'm, joking. I'm joking. Also, I probably mean pansexual, but I'm Gen X. So we're still holding on to bisexual. We're like, we mean pansexual, but it just feels like a word for the young kids. <laughs> uh, do you know what I mean? So I'm skateboarding and I'm open to women. Um, <laughs> it's, been, it's been a really big year. Um, I mean, not physically, but emotionally and sexually in my head I am. I'm in a loving, committed relationship. It's my fourth anniversary yesterday. So hey, congratulations. What, I mean, what a sweaty, rambling mess this last two minutes has been. So skateboarding. Um, yeah, it really hurts. Um, I like it. I feel very cool doing it. Yeah. Can you do, what can you do? Can oh, you? nothing. I fell off. But <laughs> I, can, I can go back and forth. I can run and put my skateboard down and jump on it and ride. I mean, I can't even do that. So that's, that's impressive Thank to me. Thank you very much. Can you skate? <laughs> no. Oh, OK. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> I can't even do that. Have you tried? Absolutely not. No, I have tried. I have tried numerous times, like... 10 years ago or whatever. Yeah, right. But I was too scared about jump... I was too scared that I would break the skateboard. Do you know what I mean? I don't think that's how it works. I think that they design it so that you break, not the skateboard. Right, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're safe. Like, the board is safe. Don't worry about that. That's very sweet, but wrong. But, but yeah, I, I have a tendency to break things quite a lot. I ended up <laughs> chopping a chopping board in half once. And, like, yeah... <laughs> Are you the Hulk and you just... No, I'm not. Like, I'm really not. She doesn't know I don't have any strength. upper body strength at all. I must just well, have no, a... I mean, without being rude, that was my assumption too. So I'm like, how are you... I don't know. Where is this inner strength coming Maybe from? Maybe it's just cheap. Everything's cheap and it's just breaking. Everything's that's, cheap. That's, that's... A cho- even a cheap chopping board. Was it made of wood or Yeah, plastic? it was wood. It was wood. Did you have an axe? No, just a... Just a, just a butter knife, just actually. A... Just a butter knife. Do you know what I love about this podcast so much? Is It's just an excuse to attack straight people. It's and really feels You've just good. got into this so perfectly. Well, I mean, I'm new to the queer community, so it feels really good <laughs> to hate on straight people. It really... <laughs> <laughs> well, Felicity, thanks a lot hey, for coming. Hey, I used to be straight. Don't, don't feel bad about it. <laughs> Maybe your time will come. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Felicity is playing London in the next couple of weeks, so please go see yeah. Felicity Ward live. And please give a huge round of applause to Felicity. <laughs> Thank Hiya. you, Felicity Hiya. Ward. <laughs> Love you, babe. Thank you. <laughs> Right, this is where the show descends into absolute carnage. (laughs) 
Give it up for Sophie Anderson! Have a seat, my love. Babe, babe, hold on a minute. Babe, hold what? on. I was thinking about earlier, right? So this, this, this beautiful, beautiful <laughs> being here was doing his hair. Weren't I you? was doing my You're hair. You were fluffing it all up. And what I was thinking was, right, is about cum mishaps. <laughs> okay. So on set, it's like, so sometimes on a porn set, or even when you just go out and go for a hookup in it, babe, yeah. sometimes it shoots in your hair. It does, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> it shoots in your eyes and you get pink eye. You know what I mean, babe? You know you what I mean, babe? And sometimes it shoots right up your nose. <laughs> I haven't had it go up my nose. <laughs> Have you had I, it go up your nose? I've had it right up no, my nose. Actually, well, yeah, you're snorting exactly. it. You're not babe. meant to snort it. I know. Give me a straw, and I'm <laughs> snorting that cum right up my nose. I did see a bit. <laughs> I did see a video of you licking a dirty bathroom uh, yesterday. Babes, you know. No, what it was, I pissed everywhere, right? Right. Okay. And I was doing a bit of water sports, okay. and I was like, oh, oh, you like water sports, don't you? That's it, you right there, babe. I see you. I see you. You like a bit. Don't you, babe? I, I know you do. And you, you, that's it. You you like a bit of anal, don't you, babe? So. A bit of pegging, babes. <laughs> we all love it, don't we? But I just thought maybe the audience could help me out with something. Oh, God, okay. what is it? Don't worry, babes. He's We've warned. We've got a whole right? podcast worth of questions I have been warned, do not go into the audience. So I thought I'd just sing a song. Oh, I'd love that. But I want the audience help. So talking about cum mishaps, babes, right? Okay. I got a massive load of cum in my hair. I got a massive load of cum in my hair. I got a massive load of cum in my eyes. Got a massive load of cum in my eyes. I got a massive load of cum. Up my nose, I got a massive load of cum up my nose. But I really, really want it in my holes. But I really, really want it in my holes. Woo! <laughs> Sophie Anderson, everybody. Um, please take a seat. We've got a lot of questions prepared for you. Yeah, I'll have you back. <laughs> Sorry, I just got to sit on the side like this. I've a, a bit too much anal this week. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, babe. Got haven't we all, babe? I see you still looking at my dick, babes. Go on, you can have another little touch, honestly. So Don't Sophie, be uh... afraid of my dick. <laughs> oh, go on. Go on, touch it again. Oh! Why do I have to be sat in between this? <laughs> um, oh, my God, I love it. Sophie, I love it. you are just incredible and you have so much energy and positivity for the queer community you're oh, such an ally how do you become that why did you choose to become this ally what happened well it was the cop destroyers it was me and rebecca moore and we were like we want six more dicks for a morning gangbang that's basically what we we're advertising we we're full for the evening the dicks were full and for the morning we needed six more six dicks. more dicks and then the gays just jumped in on that oh my god we, and we did the video yeah and um then it went viral and it's like oh my god and and you know what is what actually it's amazing felicity saying about mental health because 
sex and being sexual and being liberated really helps me. And that's what really helps me overcome my depression yeah. when I get it. I go out and I, and I feel good. I like having sex with different people. And, um, and I've met a wonderful partner now. But, but the, good, the great thing is that we see all different people and on and off camera and we love being together. And so I, I found the one. Aww. So yeah, Yay. it's totally awesome. Yeah. Well, if, if you're if you're shagging all these guys for like the day job, mm. should, like when you get home, are you not like, oh god, I've, I've had enough of this? No, I'm like, babe, give me more anal. <laughs> are, you actually, are you actually though? How, where, oh where? yeah, yeah, I'm based. I'm jumping on his dick 3 a.m. So the cock destroyers uh, yeah, are love. no longer together, but you're obviously yeah. really good friends. Oh What's the god. future? Babes, do you know what? So, so me and Rebecca, Rebecca's on a brand new journey, and she's got her productions and everything like that. And I'm on a new journey with Mr. and Mrs. Sins. So you and Rebecca, it's not over. You could get back together anytime. Oh, babe, babes, do you know what? It's one of those things where we just both wanted to go on different journeys, and that's super cool. Yeah. Like we're on different journeys and new adventures, and it's great. Can we talk about OnlyFans tonight? Because OnlyFans. Only um, if you guys in the audience don't know this, OnlyFans is a very <laughs> famous porn site, and recently they plan to remove all the adult content. And um, I don't. Uh, do you know what? When they said that, I did have a little chuckle because <laughs> I thought, "Babe, you're gonna lose all your money." That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Do you know what well, I mean? Yeah. I mean, isn't that the ninety percent of the whole thing? Yeah. Yeah. Come on. I mean, I th I think you know, especially if if you are a big kind of personality or, you know, you're selling sex, which is a great thing, you know, as long as nobody's forced and they're doing it for themselves, I think that's that's fantastic. If you want to go and make money, either selling pictures online or, you know, being an escort, I think that's a great, great thing. I think that's very liberating and very positive, as long as you're not being abused and you're doing it in the right way and so when people, yourself. when people come for this industry then and only... Yeah fans do dickish things like that and say, oh, we're yeah. going to get rid of it. Um, how does that make you feel? Because this is your livelihood and you so, you're so sex positive. Is it just oh, like, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah, I was kind of like that. But actually, what I've done and, and what me and Damien are doing is setting up our own websites. And I would, and if any of you do do OnlyFans, I would really recommend either going to a different site or setting, setting up your own website. Just because nothing is guaranteed I think only fans could say at any time, like, we're going to end it. But I think what happened was they knew how much money they were going to um, lose. So they were like, no, yeah, we're not going to let them go. They know what side <laughs> their, their bread is buttered. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, I'm coming here to her every night. Uh, what advice do you Go have on, for babes. people that have a lot of shame? Because gay people have a lot of shame, right? So how do you yeah. get rid of that shame and just be 100% authentic and, and be so sex positive? Do you know what I think it is? Is the fact that I did go through so much depression and especially when I was younger being bullied at school because I felt that there's still a lot of... Even though it's a bit more open in schools, I do believe there needs to be more education. There is this thing of being straight. And I still feel it now. It's like, you've got to be straight at school. And I and I really felt that when I was a teenager, that I, that was what I had to be. And I remember really, really liking this girl, like, totally. Like, she was a basketball player. She was super cool. And I was like, oh, wow. And... But I told one, I told uh, an acquaintance at school, and, that, and that's really what they were, were acquaintances, um, not proper friends. So kind of outed, all that shame. I didn't want to go into school. I kind of bunked off. And that was because I wasn't comfortable, you know, with other, what other people think. Um, and that was very much the same as when I escorted as well. Um, was I had to keep it very, very secret. So I didn't show my face. And and then what happened, so I'm 33 now, and what happened was when I was 30, I then got into porn. So I've been doing porn for three years, as you know. Hey, 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 hey. As my, as my uh, esteemed BBC colleague <laughs> <No>. <laughs> And there was all that shame there. And then as soon as I did porn, it kind of, like made everything like more open I thought Do you know what this is who I was meant to be uh, and 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 that's exactly what I and I must say as well is that I'm very very open with my son my son is 14 and he's 15 and he's the light of my life and you know I just want him to feel that he can come to me about anything as well and I think that's very very important for our own children is to be like open and go it's okay it's okay you've got that support there don't worry about the bullies at school everything's going to be okay and I think if you've got that if you've got that someone whether it's a parent whether it's a teacher whether it's a friend if you've got that support it makes it so much better and that's what I try to do on my Twitter and online as well is go do you know what you're not alone you you there is someone there for you and that's why I do my little videos as well so because it, it's it's fucking lonely, and there there are times not not just in the in the sexual way, but as you go through life, it's fucking lonely sometimes. And like I hadn't been with anyone for like fourteen years because basically I wanted to go out and get the cock and you know through my twenties and get the pussy and fucking loving it. But um, then I met someone who's exactly like me and and absolutely amazing and. Thank you, Damien. Love you, babes. <laughs> and um, I've met someone who's exactly like me, and, and we're both very liberated, which is such a great thing. And then you don't feel as lonely anymore. So, yeah, it's great. And I will still constantly, constantly be there for anyone who needs me because I know how it is. So. You are a massive inspiration. Um, Sophie's <laughs> going to stay with us. Give a big round of applause to Sophie Anderson. <laughs> It's time for us to bring on our next guest. Yes. No she needs no introduction whatsoever, but I'm going to give her one. Put your hands together for our final guest this evening, Miss Vanessa Phelps. Hello, 
think I'm too young for this gathering. I don't know. I feel like my mum and dad are going to phone and say I've got to come home and I'm not allowed to be here. <laughs> <laughs> but they're both, they're, they're both dead and I'm 59 uh, and a half uh, years old, so it's unlikely to happen, but I feel like I want to censor myself and say, gosh, this is quite, this is very interesting. Base, I saw you looking at it. God, I, I have been. I have been looking at it. you what, you want that experience, I, well, uh, don't you, babe? Well, I'm not sure. Come on. <laughs> Please leave Vanessa alone. Have to say yes to Please that. leave Vanessa alone. We're not insured. I'm already on her, babe. I'm um, <laughs> people have been going mad since Vanessa came on our podcast again and on gay just a few weeks ago. Isn't she looking so sexy tonight? I am sorry, I have to say, so sexy. Wow. You, you are much. amazing. Thank um, you. Vanessa, you spoke so passionately about conversion therapy. Well, I, yes. Oh. Well, of course I did. I don't really know how anyone could do anything other than that, obviously. It's a foul abomination, it's cruel, it's fraudulent. It definitely should be illegal and it should be outlawed and, and of oh, course, the perpetrators should be named, shamed and banged to rights and really, I mean, it's appalling. And I think the thing that most people don't realise is that it still goes on and it's still allowed to go on. So, of course, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm as, I'm, I couldn't be more... Well more yes, horrible. Vanessa! Amazing. Absolutely um, amazing. When we... Uh, we, we had a lot of press off the back of, of that. But most of the press was talking about how Vanessa had said uh, she regretted not having a lesbian fling. Hey, hey. Hey, right. So that I'm was right in the straight here. press. In the gay <laughs> press, they led with the conversion therapy. And I think that's so interesting how the, the straight press w went for the lesbians. It is interesting, isn't it? Wow. I was, yes, I was, I, I, was, I was fascinated to see that they had chosen that of all the things that I had said. Um, <laughs> but I mean, it, obviously, it was slightly out of context. I, I, um, you were asking me about, about when I was part of Pride at Finsbury Park and I got to oh, introduce wow. the Weather Girls. It was marvellous, singing It's Raining Men. And they, and they kind of <laughs> propelled me through Pride at Finsbury Park in a sort of Pope Mobile, a kind of lesbian, kind of titivated type Pope Mobile. And it was absolutely marvellous. And I got to you know, be driven through and wave and smile and then be accosted by all manner of incredibly attractive women thrusting all parts of their anatomy at me. And Roger and Nassau's were just abounding in this direction. And I just was like, oh my God. And it's happening again tonight. And I was just like, yes. Hello, babe. Come on, Vanessa. And now, and now I feel that my opportunities for such indulgence might be limited and diminishing with every past week and month. And <laughs> the menopause and the hot flushes and the whole thing. I think, God, maybe I'll never be asked again. So that's really why I regret it. I think I passed up a marvellous opportunity that may never present itself. But actually, as of the season... Hello! <laughs> no, yeah. actually, anything could happen. But you're, you're in knows? a very, very happy relationship for a long time now with, with Big Ben. Yeah, well, Big, yes, that's hey. right. That's right. <laughs> yes. Um, we were hoping you were going to bring him, but you said, you, I think you said he's, he's, he's away. Well, yeah, he's, he's gigging. He's with his new band, Boys on Block, with Dame. Bows from another level and abs from five and the lovely Shane Lynch from Boys Own. So they're what a, what a absolutely they are festooned with women's um, G-strings and thongs and nipple tassels and, and you know he the poor thing he was locked up with me for about a year and a half wasn't he at Felt's Tower so yeah. I mean I think if he wants to have the old gusset draped over his face he ought to be allowed to do so. I, I understand having a magnificent time but I think I'm getting the edited version of what's going right. on. Really? And I think really that's all I can stand so that's probably Fine. <laughs> <laughs> really want to know what's really happening at the moment, do I? Oh, babe, so that means you and me tonight, then, babe, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for offering. I really do appreciate it. 
<laughs> You're so polite, yeah. Vanessa. You're wonderful. No, I'm very, very honoured. It's very kind of you. Oh, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> this is an important question because uh, Dan has worked with Vanessa at BBC Radio 2. Have you, has his tea got any better? I don't know what it is. I mean, I, now we're face oh, to no. face and I'm looking you deeply into the eyes and all oh, of that. No. There's something about his way with a cup of tea. It is the most noxious <laughs> brew. I don't know if it's slightly gelatinous, it's oh, gloopy. No. I don't, now I know that a poster fell off a wall and nearly knocked him out. And he's, and he's not the most adept at that kind of he's thing. Not, Let's put it right. this way. If he offered to make you a sandwich, and he is delightful, I think to say <laughs> thank you so much, but no thanks. <laughs> and the cup of tea is like an affliction. It's like a cursed oh, no. brew. It's like, you know, you know, you know, obviously, you know your Shakespeare and you know Macbeth and you know Hubble, Bubble, Doyle and Trouble. You know the witches <laughs> mix it. It's a bit like that. I don't know what he's trying to tell you. <laughs> And you know, the show the show is live at 4am and I'm doing my absolute best Aww. to project euphoria and encouragement <laughs> and jollity and jocundity Yay! at 4am and he comes in with this tea and I just don't, I don't know what to say. Manners prevail. I say thank you so much. Well, what you need in the morning, babe, is a nice cum tea. Oh, oh my god. Do you actually you know, do you actually drink that? Are you oh, joking? Oh my Sophie? god, I love it. <laughs> but you like, have oh to be... yeah, love it. And when Damien's not had, you know, come for a few days, it's a nice big one. Oh my oh, god. Yeah. And I just check out our OnlyFans for that, you know. <laughs> 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 I feel like there's so, two, two distinct camps on there. No. <laughs> Even that is too much for me. That's no. too much for me. That's too much for me. So, do you drink it down straight away? Yeah. Do you spit or swallow? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, tell us um, your secrets, babe. Yeah, I would swallow, yeah. No, not cum bubbles. No, I don't do that. Oh. No. Excuse no. me, excuse me, what's cum bubbles? Well, you <laughs> the, clues, the clues in the title, Vanessa. <laughs> <laughs> You share that you, you exchange no. the cum. No, 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 no basically. With the other with the person that came and no, make them oh, drink no, their no, own. No. That's, that's cum swap. No, what it is is um, You know what it is. <laughs> well, it's, uh, so it's when you blow bubbles it? of yeah, spaff, right? You get the sperm and if it's a bit watery, yeah. then you can you like blow a bubble like bubble gum, babe. Wow. Yeah, so oh. cum bubbles. But we I could do a cum swap. I think I have to practice that. I don't know if so, I can do that naturally. Um, <laughs> 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 I can't believe I'm the one holding this together. <laughs> So Definitely much. a talent or a skill, maybe uh, a skill. Vanessa, um, yes. same question to you as I was asking Sophie, actually. You are also so iconically you and you're not <laughs> afraid to be yourself. What's your advice for people dealing with the shame of being who they are? What People that are embarrassed to talk about things like this or to just be gay or be LGBTQ+. Shame is valid. It's an emotion that people feel and, and, and very often it's quite useful because it, it, it stops you doing things that, that, that you feel don't reflect your real self or things you think might hurt other people or things you think that you you did when you were a different kind of a person and when you think about it now you wish you hadn't and you feel shame and it's right you should but one of the things you should never ever feel shame about is your sexuality yes! or sexual oh, orientation yeah. you may be a bit naive yes. like me and have never blown a cum yes. bubble in your life but if i nice. were to tonight yes i know tonight. well when ben gets back we'll try but yeah. i but, it, but certainly if i were to find that it was my new hobby and my absolute favorite thing to do i would feel yeah. no shame whatsoever in fact yes. i'd be thrilled a bit yes um, well done but, but genuinely, I know, really, I think that to, to be plagued and afflicted with shame about your sexuality is the most chronic tragedy in life. I really do. Because to be ashamed of something that is absolutely intrinsically part of you and that you can no more change than you can change the colour of your eyes or the size of your feet, what a waste of shame. 
you know, be ashamed of something that you can change or atone for that you, you know, you wish you could reform about. But don't be ashamed of something that is you and you couldn't possibly change, nor should you want to. It's an entirely fruitless and pointless ambition to try to change your sexuality or what turns you on or what, what you know, what is your, your, your erotic fantasy. You can't change that. That's not no, something that's you can change. True. So why should you be ashamed? Yes. It's just such a shame, I think. It's a shame to be ashamed. That's so true. Yeah. That's so true. I really think so. Vanessa Feltz, everybody! Nice thank you. The Queen! Oh, yes! Thank you. Guys, you've been an amazing audience tonight. Thanks so much for coming. We've been again and on gay. Please give a huge round of applause to our amazing guests tonight Felicity Ward, Woo! Sophie Anderson, and Vanessa Feltz! First taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.